everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Show. That is now episode seven of our weekly review show. I'm here with Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? And we have another good week. I mean, we actually, you know, Aren't they all good. Well, they seem to be. I, oh, there's no goodness. real stinkers here. You know, we like to change the whole lineup around yes, as well, which we're going to end up. Operations. Yeah. And we're going to have something that we haven't talked about yet on this show, me and you with me and Araboko. That'll be in our first section. Oh, is this our first? Is this yeah, our first me and you movie? have. Oh, no, 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 goodness. no. Actually, I'm wrong. We ended up talking about the one that was the blue box chapter. The blue this box is more one. of the proper introduction. We just threw that in because of blue box, but this will yes. be with it going forward. You're up and, to date now. Yeah, and and yeah, it took me a bit, but I, I got there. And I and think. with that too, we like to change up the order. I'm not a big fan. Of, you know, a podcast that has that same order. You know what I'm saying, Luke? You know what I'm saying. But stale is all get up. (laughs) Yeah, it's like bread, stale bread. End up with this. Before we jump into the books, let me remind you to go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back. You can tell us what you like this week. Give us your gem of the week as well. And and your book of the week and stuff like that. And I'm telling you, it's going to be tough again for me to change things up. And I like to change things up. I don't that that to me feels a little stale. No, this week, it seems like it's it's designed. It's out to get you this week. Right. If anybody was reading these and I've been listening like, oh, my Jim is Jim's going to be at it again. (laughs) Uh, But also we have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash weird science manga that you can go over and support us for all of these shows on this here feed. And also oh. get a lot of stuff in advance, including 14 of the Manga Monday shows in advance. And we got a bunch of big ones coming up. Oh. So that'll be pretty cool with that. But we're going to jump right into this with, as a surprise, first book, Witch Watch Chapter 18. And what is it called, Luke? Yes, Witch Watch Chapter 18. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to find it in my notes. Yes, here it is. Kanchi's Part-Time Job Diaries. The superhero show, which makes me think, the way that this title is like presented, do you think we're going to get multiple? You think we might get some of the Kanchi diaries? Plenty of job diaries? I'm I'm right in. Well, he needs to get a job. And Moy is done. And also, it's because, not because he doesn't necessarily have money or no money. It's that he keeps spending it on treats and things. (laughs) He he likes to blow (laughs) his money. Capsule toys? Yeah, yeah, all that. We saw that. Also, I think that he's one of those guys that when he gets money, he likes to just spend it. He probably takes Nico out to a lot of lunches and things like that. Impulse purchases. It's one of those where I think Moy also wants him to get a little more responsibility. He also doesn't want him hanging around the house. So he does end up finding him a job at an amusement park in a show. Everybody's seen these kind of productions things. This is different. Now, first up, you see, and it does look like a Power Rangers type of deal, but it's, it's called Auto Man which is Husband Man, and it's based on a show, they say, that is not popular with guys. It's not popular with dads. It's popular with women and kids. So he he doesn't know why, basically because Auto Man, Husband Man, is such a weird character that is like a sad sack. And Uh so this goes through, and and as it's going, they only get country because he has athletic skills. He's going to be the guy who goes out in the suit and does mm. all the you know moves the and stuff like that. Guy has an injury, so he can't be doing it. No, so he's going to be the suit guy. While you end up having a lot more, especially in Kanchi's, a lot more drama 
going on in this. Usually these shows, again, most people have seen like a Spider-Man or, you know, even a power. You end up, it's just like, oh, no, there's the bad guy. And they fight. They do a little dancing. The things I saw, maybe some smooching. I don't know. But they end up where it's all action and stuff. This is not. You have this director who set this thing up where (laughs) there's so much personal drama. daytime TV melodrama. It is a soap opera. It's all it is where, you know, Auto Man in his normal guise kind of looks like a little Clark Kent. Him and his wife don't talk. They end up don't seemingly get along. He ends up going off to his job. He he waits. The best is while this is all going on, Conchie's yelling, "Why are we seeing this?" Also, it is a little more mature than what you would expect at an amusement park for kids. At one point, it's like, "Oh," and he waits for the second train because he wants to get a seat. Conchie's like, "Why are we seeing this?" As they're going, they're practicing. They're going through this. So Conchie, he is reacting. He is. He's great. He is so good. He's in got this. the running commentary. He, he does. And so what this ends up being is that Auto Man ends up having some problems with his wife, goes to work, and there is a girl at work that likes him. Oh. So there's a little drama there. Love drama. But she ends up being an alien who's after oh, no. Auto Man. And this, by this point, it, Kanchi has gone from complaining that it's ridiculous to being so embroiled in this. He's plot. so He's so mad that he ends up punching the wrong people and fighting all that. So you have that whole bunch of fun, right? But the big thing and the reason why country is going to be, you know, probably my gem of the week. Who knows what goes on? You could end up convincing me. But he finds out that the guy who got hurt that was originally the, you know, costumed auto man. His son is upset because he was so proud that his dad was Auto Man, but now they already bought tickets. They're coming to the show, but his dad isn't going to be in it. And actually, he's the villain now because Aww. the villain can just stand. Because the idea that Kanchi's not supposed to fight the main villain, he's supposed to fight his side guys. The and goons. they explain it where, yeah, they explain it like, uh, oh, he's too fat to do this. In fact, he's just hurt. So. Well, what Kanchi ends up doing, and it seems Moy actually walks by somehow and hears this and sees this, is the idea they switch places. Kanchi is going to end up being the bad guy, and you're going to have this guy who was hurt actually being Auto Man, and in a way that you'll have it so that Kanchi can just, you know, play that this guy isn't hurt and do all these things so that the son is actually, you know, happy. And that's what they do. Now, before that, through the whole practice of this play deal, you find out that at the end, the big kicker, as Conchie is so into this, that when Auto Man comes home, and Auto, I wonder, is husband in Japanese, so it's yes. husband man. But at the end of each day, his wife seemingly makes him an Auto Man. The furniture has him going all fours and puts her feet up on him. And then Conchie's like, this is why husbands hate this. But they <laughs> go to do this play, and the guys, you know, the kids there, you also have Nico and Moy watching. And, and yeah, they have all this thing, and the crowd goes nuts. And oh Kanchi, as this villain's playing it up, all this stuff and all that, to make sure, and says, every kid's hero should be his father. I don't want you to not have that, and I want your kid. So he sets it up. Call your son. Tell him you'll be Auto Man tonight. Whoa. And they do it. But then the the director ends up pretty much saying, you're not getting paid. You went against the script. You end up changing roles. Even though like, he puts in a, a quality performance Everybody's here. going nuts. They yeah. seem to think that this is the best show that has ever been there, right? Whoa. Ever played up. And yet the director's pissed. You didn't do what you're supposed to. You didn't do it my way. So you don't get paid, which that's what all this is about. 
Conchi oh, getting paid. Oh, he no. doesn't get paid. Moy said, if you don't get rent, you're out. So he oh. ends up while they're walking home. Also during it, Nico's like, I thought Conchi was supposed to be the hero. And Moy's like, eh, you know, whatever. There must be a reason. But he says, listen, there's other jobs you can take. It's like already Conchi's like, I, I'm not cut out for this. I got to get done. He could stay at this job and do it right and get paid. But Moy says, we'll look at other jobs, whatever. But by the end of you see one month later, and he actually says, you don't have to pay me now. You can wait for later. We'll, we'll let you go. I think it's because he saw Conchi. He saw that help good him. deed. But then Conchi's like, you are a nice guy. And he's like, oh no, no, no. Goodness. You're going to pay me two months rent when you do get the money. I'm, you're not getting this free. You'll pay me. Ah, But yeah, you see one month later, he, he didn't get no job. He's there on all fours now. He is the Ottoman. Where He's you have Moy reading with his feet up on his back. And I'm like, <laughs> that's a pretty good way to end the joke of that. And I, I do hope that we see some more of these jobs because I think, think they'll this... be just ridiculousness over and over and it's fun. And then the, like, it, all, it gets wackier and wackier, but then the whole punchline is, he never gets paid, so he's going to keep on doing them. And I think that he also will always try to help it. Like, he... He is kind of a brat. He's he's mm. been since he but showed up. But this is how he learns yeah. how to be a and, nice and guy. He's, well, he he's not a guy who wants to work. He's like, but yeah, he's a nice guy though, and that kind of got him here. He would have been paid. Whoa. But yeah, I really liked it. I, I really like this. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. Oh wow! Uh, but yeah, Conchi, it's a it's a full Conchi issue, so I'm gonna love it anyway. Uh, what would you give it? I go eight point five out of ten. I I do like the the Conchi. I don't know you really. It's like a little Kanchi. cool down having this. You know what I, I mean? I mean, yeah. This is with, like the last couple of chapters, especially that two parter with the the love tree shenanigans. Like that really felt like we were pushing the ball forward. You know, whereas this kind of is like a little bit pushed back. I'd say. And I really just wanted to see more of that cat girl. I mean, I'm gonna my score is gonna go down and down until we see her. We, yeah, yeah, we need more of her. We had that one shot with the teacher, the manga teacher. <laughs> and oh yeah, <laughs> we didn't have any kind. Like this makes it thrills. like this makes more sense oh, to yeah. have this one shot. But it does kind of stop things and, and push aside. But I don't mind. I think if they keep conscious. like what they could do is like every so. Every couple of story arcs or every couple of chapters, we sprinkle in a little bit of Kanchi action, and then that keeps everybody happy. Yeah, yeah, keep my happy. But we're going to go big. to the next one, which is the first time we're going to officially talk about it. The other one was unofficial. We actually talked about it the last time, mainly because it was like almost like blue box light. You know what There's I mean? Like we did it because yeah. <laughs> but this is just the chapter we're going. It is me and Roboco, uh, number 45, a chapter called What? Me and Roboco, chapter 45. <laughs> oh, my notes are so all over the place today, Jim. Oh, my goodness. I have the I have the same title as when we did the last one. It is one, Baseball and Gorilla. Baseball there and you Gorilla. Go. See, now you're, you're like, Con, you ain't getting oh, paid. You ain't no. getting paid now. Oh, I'm going to get paid. Nah, but, yeah, <laughs> you end up having this. It's fun. This whole deal catching up. A lot of baseball references. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And crazy. you have a full tournament. And we even thought maybe this was going to like, – Maybe at one point it was going to be a shout-out to the Nine Dragon Balls Parade, but then they're like, well, it's going to get canceled since so no shout-outs, and they pulled it back. It's a weird deal in this book mm. because you have so many mentions of other books that are out, uh, even at points where the one funny thing was when the mother came running in. Is this that Ayakeshi triangle <laughs> nonsense going in here? Like, it's always referencing things. I think so this would be the perfect opportunity. It seems right? like it would. It seems like yeah. this has to be a reference to it but it never really oh. gets there 
But you see Gorilla Gachi, who is pretty much the gem of this book. He really is. He is a good baseball player in the Bermuda Gorillas. And he oh. ends up getting them to pretty much like nationals. He ends up, you know, winning by a home run. All the people are going nuts, but they end up where they're going to play in the championship. And there's even that deal where you have Gachi who's like, all oh, right, I get to play my rival. But we find out his rival never made it. His rival actually on their team, they lost. And he's, he's, you know, perplexed. How could this happen? This was set up for me to fight. Again, this seems really close to what the nine Dragon Balls is with the, you know, the eye on that one team. Like, they come up as yeah, the rivals that's what I thought. I, I thought, or when you end up having this other team, oh, no, no, the, you know, this new team, the Gibraltar Zebrax, oh, my they goodness. won. And what? The Zebrax, they always lose in the first round. Oh, yeah, yeah, they, they got a ringer. They got this new person, this new guy who showed up. Seriously, if you're reading this book, you know that it's Roboco. <laughs> she has not showed up in this yet. So you know it's her. And when she shows up, even if you know it's her, you laugh, right? You're just like, oh, my God, Absolutely. here she is. And she is their ace pitcher. She's also batting cleanup. She's basically their version of Gachi. I mean, for really. And so she ends up explaining, and everybody flips out. Roboco, what are you doing? Well, it kind of is like this. And he explained how she got on the team. She ended up hurting a guy because she was walking home, picked up a ball, and threw it to him. And then they just got her on the team. And well, she became a real, like, they got the uniform oh, for yeah, and yeah, everything. Yeah, oh. and everything. She's in. And, yeah, I love that she's trying to fit in with the rest. And the, the funny things about Roboco are always... The side comments, the side deals, and then yeah. the pulling it back. Like it's constantly saying something, and then like pulling it back and going, "That doesn't make sense." Like it's a lot of that. And in this, there's a little kid who's like, "Picari's kind of sweet and sour, huh?" And then she goes, "Just like love." And this <laughs> other guy goes, "Gross!" <laughs> like she's not quite fitting in. They're real little around her and stuff, but she gets fired up. She wants to win. She wants to go to the nationals. She's gonna. They're, playing against the gorillas with gachi and yeah you end up where she's just you can't stop her and and with that they're even saying you know they made rules <laughs> you can't have these maids and she's like yeah whatever and go well she ends up having a broken bat home run later she she has a bunt home run wow ridiculous that's impossible so ridiculous oh and my goodness yeah they're, they're doing all this and you end up like gachi he ends up at bat and she's pitching and she has you know the robico pitch he can't double? hit it because it doubles up. And <laughs> here's the thing, right? We like nine Dragon Balls per mm. right? Why is this more fun, though? Even <laughs> as a joke, and even if it's parodying it or not, why is this so much? I, I, I hate to say better, but in game, it's kind of better. I mean, it, I it's mean, playing it know, for laughs, but still maintaining the baseball stuff. It's still serious baseball. Yeah, you know? it still has the baseball. You, yeah. you have the smart kid. Who actually is doing oh, the, the you know the calculations and stuff? Oh. I love where he has the computer and he goes, I, "I've done this math and uh, contact equals home run." And yeah, I don't think that's a real theory. <laughs> it's just <laughs> funny. But yeah, the big thing is you know got you against Roboco and throughout this whole series. Again, I just caught up. Like the one person who's always really into Roboco is. Gotcha. He's always yep. the one that ends up liking her, and that's why know, they're faded. Even rifles. like 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 at points he oh, seems oh, he's oh, yeah, always the one where he's not like they have like weird thing is either Roboco or Bondo because they have something going on with him. And Bondo. Yeah, I'm telling you. And, and when Bondo ends up saying like, 
oh man, Roboca, you know, I thought Roboca was going to look really cute here, and then she oh. doesn't. It's always Gachi. It's like, man, she looks Gachi's good. still happy. Yeah, he's always in, and Love he's me. always a gem. You end up playing up such a funny thing in this because you end up where, you know, the Zebrax, Roboca's team, is winning. She has this crazy pitch and whatnot. But Gachi, in the meantime, to just kind of wink, wink at all the movies that ever, any sports movie, it doesn't have to be baseball, but it's, you know, it's good with the baseball. He has promised the most roundabout bunch of people <laughs> that he's going to hit a home run where all of a sudden you see them in the crowd. And this is where this, this series is great, where you have this one guy who's just dressed up as a sumo wrestler and is like, that's the rival who I swore I'd face again at nationals. And he's like, hey, where'd you go? Like everybody just comes <laughs> out of nowhere. You have a kid in a wheelchair. I promised him. You have a guy who promised, hey, I promised him I'd hit a home run so he could ask his girlfriend to marry him. And he's then, already on his knees. Oh, yeah, he's oh, he's waiting for it. And then you oh, have boy. everybody from town. They're there. I mean, everybody's the there. He promised. And this is where you end up where the, the big thing in this is that the smart kid realized by slow-mo, that's all, that when, when you have Roboco pitch, her hand comes off because it looks like there's two balls. But one is her hand that goes off. and She's cheating, really. And it's funny because they're right, though. The one, the ball that you have to hit always goes down the middle. And, it's going to be the same each time. And pointed out earlier. The catch, like, Roboco could probably fire a 600-mile-an-hour fastball, but she can't because the catcher would then die. So <laughs> she has to throw it slower. She can't give it her all. And Gachi, you know, realizes this. It looks like he's not paying attention at one point. It looks like he's like, eh, I don't need that, that, you know, your fancy computer stuff. He's paying attention. He ends up hitting a home run, and they win. I mean, that that's it. He, they hit a grand slam. I, I, right here at this point, like, this is more serious than like nearly anything in Nine Dragons. Like this is a legit like it, it it's been played for last, but right here this is a legit cool moment with with Gorilla. Oh, goes goodness. down on the ground and starts crying. And and Gachi <laughs> makes sure that he says, Listen, you know, you I'm sorry. And I'm sorry to make you look like a fool with this grand slam, but you don't come between me and my baseballs. Like this is his thing. Don't he says I can't lose at baseball. So that's it. Of course, says Ook. Then after, as he does, one of the funniest things, though, in this is they go to the final inning. And that's where, you know, Gachi has to hit the home run, hit the grand slam, the win, because they're down three, nothing. Uh, you end up where they're like, OK, and in a weird forced way, but it still made me laugh because you get this like, hey, it's the final chapter. And Roboco flips out thinking that their book's been canceled. Oh, no. And ends up like, oh, my God, what the final chapter? <laughs> and then th This is what's funny about this book. And she goes, well, I thought you meant our book was canceled. And they're like, don't be so meta. They just yell at her. <laughs> like nobody ever, everybody's confused That's all the time about what, especially Roboco, the, the things that go through her mind. But even other characters, they're always like about to just be confused at constant. And they always have like that, like the snappy, like the comments. I think that this is so good for comments. When they end up snapping the comment back. It's never looked at like there's no argument with it. The snapback is always where it lies. Like it's yep. the final word of that gag. And then you move on. And each each chapter has three or four really good gags. It's really good. If people aren't reading it, I, I think you should give it a shot. And Sleeper seriously, hit. if you want to read it, read the first chapter. And I'm saying go on the, you know, if you even don't have a, a subscription. To the Shonen Jump. Now, again, it's so cheap. You should. But you end up, comments. some people don't have the money. Though. 
But y- right. if you go, read that first chapter, right? And then just read this one. You're fine. I mean, I it mean, really like, this is, is one, one of those things that yeah, you don't you need to the, read every. The first or the latest three. You get the first three and the latest just three. Just go with that. You get and every every week is like a jump it out point. You can just roll with the punches. It really is, and jumps on in like wacky ways where you would think that this baseball everything's set up whatever. Now you can just jump in. Yeah, half the time it's so goofy. Even if you've been reading all what like forty five chapters, that's the fun of it. That Jeez. keeps it fresh, right? You know, some that this isn't about the long form story. It, it's not. Now mm. you do have Bondo and Robo, like that whole thing goes. You throughout. have the recurring characters yeah, yeah, coming yeah. by, but yeah, really, it's like every time. Every week. Yeah, it's almost like. Each one's like a Saturday Night Live skit, but funny oh, is what's different about it, right? It's actually <laughs> funny. Oh, oh my. Goodness. What do you give this? I could go for this 7.8. I'm going to go 8. I'm going to go oh, 8 wow. out of 10 for this. Too many this. baseball references for yeah, me. Yeah, that's I, not your thing. Didn't you understand. Know, if it was about drinking or something, there you go. Y- you'd be in, I think. Right? There you go. But we're going to go to the next one, which <laughs> is Blue Box. Number or chapter number 9. What is it called? Do you ask this one? <laughs> yes. Blue Box chapter number nine, gym uniforms. Yes. Oh my goodness. And uh you like this more than me. I really like this. Yeah. I, I thought it was I don't great. know. I, I thought that with the whole thing it's weird. I, I'm not gonna admit that I think I need it more badminton because that would, you know, really I'm expose surprised you're me complaining here. about the badminton. Well, just... And I think that maybe they thought, well, we we have to have something between Taiki and Shinatsu. Last because week it was we had all so badminton, heavy badminton. Though. That's what yeah. I but it feels it didn't feel organic to me for some reason. It didn't feel like like we needed the chapter where, you know, Taiki and Shinatsu get their gym uniforms mixed up. You it's know, just you not just up... a crazy day in the life yeah, it is. of but the high schoolers. It, oh, my it goodness. It doesn't, like, it feels like something, like, it. I know it's new. I know that it's a different deal. But it, for some reason to me, it doesn't feel fresh. It feels like something like the... Kind of like a generic thing that does keep happening. Oh my god! And and really, it starts to feel a lot like "Don't blush, Sakemi." So like this. Uh, do you think the con- maybe it's the concept wasn't big enough for a chapter by itself? Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Because yeah, and, and in this, you, you kind of go around and and bump into the other characters, but you bump into them, and, and it just didn't like you know Hina's in it, and Hina uh, has, Hina a, has bunch. a great moment yeah, though. But she Can't ends up that. like. It almost feels like it's just there for the gag. Like, it didn't feel natural like the other times. You even have, you know, Hairu, who you think is really, Jeb. like, elevating the deal. And it is fun, <laughs> but I expected him to be more involved by the end. Because he oh, yeah? is there to kind of help Taiki. But in, we're still confused about that last line last week. Right. Yeah, you're going to have problems getting a girlfriend. And I wondered, like, maybe we could have shown that through this. And... The problem is, is that Taiki's getting used to waking up and seeing Chinatsu, something that he should by now. Uh, and, and you get a time frame, too, which is pretty cool. It's a month that has passed. It seems longer, right? But you end up where these uniforms, they get mixed up. So when they go off to school, Kayo is there as buddy, and he's like, hey, what's going on with you and the Chinatsu? Oh, my God. <laughs> and it's so funny that he's surprised because she ends up texting him. I think you have my uniform. And he's like, what? You got her number? I'm like, they live together, dude. I mean, it's not <laughs> like this is something where, you know, their parents know each other and they, that, no, they this live together. It's pretty adorable. Right? I mean, that's having the number. You got Roommates. her line. You, you blowing up with your textus. Oh, uh, you know, and so he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I thought that it was a little, I don't know. It felt disjointed at points for me. Really? Yeah, because he runs off. 
He runs in the high road. Who I is, like the way they do it with the text, like as he's going. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah. yeah I like that. And yeah. they go off. Hyru bumps into him. He's like, yo, Taiki, let's get to the bad man. And it's so funny because it is true. Taiki even thinks like this guy only cares for himself because because he ate lunch quick. Hyru is like all the energy. Yeah, for let's it. get yeah. going. Let's go mm-hmm. practice. We're we're doubles part. I think that this might be setting up the idea that. You know, Hyrule, he even says at the end, like, he is annoying. I think that he is going to want to practice way more. And there's going to be something like a date. Like, maybe oh. he's, and I'm not saying a full out, oh, like, quote, unquote, date. It. I think that oh. it's like one of those where Chinatsu is going to need help and they're going to go do something. He's going to pick oh, this is the great. love and the And he'll have to go with the badminton. Oh, no. But it happened to the basketball in this. There's never oh. any basketball anymore. But Oops. they're, they're going to do some crazy <laughs> chapter with just basketball. And then I'll be complaining. But I'd like that more than badminton. But yeah, oh. he's like, hey, uh, why are you avoiding me? And Hyra's like, let's go practice. He can't, though, because he told Chinatsu that he'd meet him or her. In the switch, AV room switch to, to switch uniforms. the uniforms. And it's really big of not. And I like the idea. The uniforms have their name on the chat. This isn't something that <laughs> yeah, you can hide. If he gets hide. caught with this, he is busted. I mean, and just imagine it. Like, he gets upset. And, and she might. She seems. And he thinks that she's a little too loosey-goosey with some things oh. here. But he is been upset about things that, oh, my God, they're going to think this. They're going to think that. But if she. <laughs> She comes out with his clothes on. Oh, like geez. that's weird. Like it, that is it's weird. one thing to wear like the Letterman's jacket. Like, look at me. I don't know. But wearing their gym clothes, very odd. But even if someone spots him running around with like that, would the implications is just so weird? Because oh, you'd have to like, wh- how'd you get that? Oh, we got him mixed up in the wash. We're mixed up in the wash. I mean, oh, no. here's the thing. <laughs> Do you think that anybody in the like does she have legitimate friends? And I'm saying this because <laughs> Well we saw her hanging out with all the, the guys last what, week. What, where do they think she lives? They should oh know goodness. that her mom and dad left. They're in America. Yeah, this should be pretty like common knowledge, yeah, right? They should say, Where are you living? What what's going on? How are you getting by? Your parents are in America crying out loud. Well, uh, oh well, you know, my mom was friends with Taiki's mom, so I'm like, Oh, what's that like? Oh, it's okay, he's really nice. Done and done. Easy. But it's weird that nobody seems to know. Right, that's where the drama lies. It is the drama. You oh. go in the the minute that you go in the AV club, where he's like, "Oh my god, I gotta get there." Hyru ended up, you know, kind of waylaying him. He goes, "There's Hina." You're like, "Here we go, here we go." Gossip Hina is gonna. Oh, Boom. what are you doing here? And he's like, "Oh my god," you know, "What do you think?" And you know, she's like, "Well, we're having a meeting of the rhythmic gymnastics, right?" Oh, I, I get the idea too that Hina's there and they're looking through that magazine. I swear to God, that page is her. Right there that they're looking at oh. If you look at that page Because they mentioned Shinatsu was in some magazine for basketball yeah, It kind of looks like yeah, her yeah. She has to be in there She's probably like Look at me everyone In uh, gymnastics monthly yeah, Oh my goodness In the rhythmic gymnastics monthly uh, But yeah the big thing is He's trying to get out of there he's And trying if she to spots him it. with this She Oh that is oh, like the done. end Messed up. Her parents in America will know within two days. Because oh my goodness! He such a gossip, but he ends up dropping the class, and he's like, "Oh my god!" She's like, "I'll pick him up." No, 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 because there's the name, you know, the the whole yeah, deal with Chinatsu. Yeah. And the big thing is like, why don't you want me to pick up the clothes? He goes through a series of just explanations about how he is a dirt bag who doesn't shower, or washes. <laughs> he his commits. Clothes. I think Hina knows better. I mean, really, the, the <laughs> idea, she even says, like, well, how could you be wearing, like, she's been around him. She seemingly is one of his friends. And like, all right, well, 
you know, what have you been wearing then? He's like, listen, I have not washed the clothes for three oh, years. Geez. I've been wearing these same things. I'm a little weird. I'm a, and I love the way she's like, all right. And she starts like hexing him like he's some <laughs> demon. Leave this place. And then he's like, yeah, I haven't really watched him since like two summers ago. Be gone. Oh, <laughs> she, no. goes, she is kind of a gem. She she really is I with like this. If, it's like, funny. The next time we see them, if like she's like just sniffing oh, the air that's around. That's what I'm him. saying. Like or she's like really like or she goes out because she is so nice. She goes out and buys some new clothes Aww. or something, right? Uh, but yeah, the whole deal where he tries to get out of that, and you have Shinatsu say, "Meet me on the the rooftop. Go on the rooftop." She ended up having a key from a friend that was in the astronomy club, things like that. Um, but the big thing, he, he ends up, they switch the clothes. So they're able to do it. At first, did you think she wasn't there? Because he opens up the deal and nobody is there. Oh, my uh, And goodness. you're like, oh, my God, you know, what happened? I, and then I thought there was going to be some high-rise invasion action. And oh, there was going to be like Jason Voorhees comes out. Oh, but no. They switch the clothes. I thought that I'm, I'll give it credit. I thought the same thing here. Because she ends up changing in front of him. Now, she right does it. She says, you know, eh, the girls, we know how to do this. You keep the one shirt on. You put the other underneath. You, you know, you do that sort of deal. But I thought right away, like, she's acting like he's not a guy. But, like, yeah. he says, I'm nothing. I'm thinking she's really treating him like a brother, like a family member right. more. And it does upset him, though. He also seems to get a little bit excited. He's like, I can only imagine what's going on over there and thinks of her oh, belly. Geez. Oh, my. And she oh, goes, geez. why don't you stand up? He's like, nope. I'm going to keep this stuff on my lap and I'm not going to go <laughs> anywhere. And he ends oh, up no. saying, "You." Uh, but it did get saucy. I'm, I'm, I thought, oh, like, does. is this kissy triangle going on here? What's oh, going geez, on Louise. here? Uh, but, yeah, he ends up thinking that she gets changed, says thanks again and leaves. And he says, it's like she doesn't realize I'm a dude. And that's a pretty good deal. But it ends with a little bit of smiles, though, too. Because he's like, I I like this. This sets up. I'm I'm a little down on this chapter. Sets up some fun stuff. Because thinking of Taiki, who's just a nice guy, right? First off, does this manliness, you're a badminton player, buddy. I mean, really? But the idea of God is energy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, really. Uh, Also. What is his idea of, I have to work on my manliness? I could see him like, you know, what is he going to buy a leather jacket, a motorcycle or something? I think that that could be fun because I don't know who he would go to to see what's going on except Hyru. No, and Hina? I think he talked to Hyru, and Hyru was so focused. But there's that Shinatsu deal that so it, it actually and once again Haru is the linchpin of making all of this better. He is. Big. and now he even what he said to Hyrule earlier when Hyrule wanted to you know take their second half of their lunch to to play badman. He says no 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 we'll do this later. Can we do this later? I promise you I'll go full bore. I mean I'll, I'll go over the top if we do this later in our regular practice. Hyrule's like, this guy is so annoying because <laughs> he's jumping around. Okay, let's get practicing. And he's jumping around because he is so, like you said, it's the joke of him being so fired up. Here. Mm-hmm. I really want to see him try to be a real man, like what he would think, like he watched some movies or something crazy oh. and get really bad ideas of what to do. Now, if you would go, I don't think this would go that far, but the, if this was a movie or whatever, he would obviously get so over the top that Shinatsu, he would hurt her feelings. You know what I mean? Like, she'd say, can you walk me to school? What am I going to walk you? Yeah, 
dog. I don't know what he oh said. Like, so, like thinking that's more manly. Like I got to oh, prove to her, and you're like, I've oh been my hard god, to get almost. Yeah, oh, like geez, and just yeah. being like his idea of manly. He'll watch some Andrew Dice Clay videos, old oh. people's comics, old and people. he'll be like, hey baby, like he'll do something weird, and she'll just Wolf cry. Whistling. Oh yeah, oh, he'll geez. do it all that. He'll, he'll yeah, that'd be funny. He goes down to a construction site. <laughs> to see what it is to be a man. Unfortunately, not realizing all those guys have been canceled. They, oh they ain't gems, right? You can't play badminton on the construction site. No, sites. you can't do that. If they found out he was playing badminton, oh, oh. my goodness. Watch oh, out. Geez, but always. what would you give this? <laughs> 9 out of 10. Easy. I'm 8.8. Easy okay, that, that's still pretty high. Yeah, it, it's good. I just, I, I don't know. It just felt like putting on the brakes to get back to the... Oh my God! What's the craziness of two people living together when they don't want to be seen like that? I can't like believe that? you're asking for more badminton for this. this Not just badminton. I, I don't basketball. know what. Maybe basketball. Maybe we haven't had a basketball in a while. I think we need a Chinatsu focus. You think what we got with Kanchi? Do you have for Chinatsu? I want Hina to start prying in again, where oh. she was trying to get involved with Chinatsu because that was yeah, hilarious. that was going somewhere. And I want that. I want more of that going on, and I want to see she gets crazy ideas. I mean, I want that more. Remember, the whole Iru stuff really was pushed and continually pushed by Hina, and so I want her. But I, we need a Chinatsu focus in the way that we need to see what she's thinking. Again, we're going. Strictly through Taiki, which is fine, but I'm kind of worried that because of that, like that would we're not getting that focus because we need that level of mystery for Taiki to make all these wacky assumptions. See, I'd even go as far as you have this where she's changing, that's fine, but I'd go as far as even having her talking about somebody that isn't Taiki. He walks by and hears it and gets the wrong idea. You know, the idea of like is like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, I talked to him, but he's more like a brother to me. She means Hyru. He thinks that him. Oh. But again, they can't do that yet because nobody knows anything that they're even uh, not even like friends. But yeah. remember how great it was the last chapter when she was like, you, you're doing great. When she mouthed that to him, the like whispered that, to yeah, him. Yeah. That was so good. I could even have went with a full chapter of that group hanging and Taiki there. But like Hyru just... You know, ripping them apart more. Like, I like that whole deal. And you kind of just go to this, which again, this seemed like something that could have happened the first day that they were living together. The idea mm. that they switched up the uniforms and things like that. And now, next up is Aokeshi Triangle number 48. And what is it called, Luke? It's called The Girls and the Hitarigavi on the color page here. I think this is the color page to celebrate the big one-year anniversary. It is the one-year anniversary. Oh, I did goodness. see that. Yeah, I saw people on the Manga Plus app congratulating the year wow. anniversary. And th- that's the thing, too. I actually was like, that's pretty cool. Right? And also, you pretty much didn't have a lot of delays. You know, you no. end up having 48 chapters in a year. That's pretty good. Mm. Uh, but yeah, even like the last because you get a bunch of color pages that are, you know, pinups and also look like covers and things right. like that. That last one right there is where I'm like, this could be huge. I mean, this could be an anime that takes the world by storm. I, I always say it. It's that good. But then right away, you, you get the, the crotch shots <laughs> the, the and the very next and page. <laughs> you don't need that as much. I mean, a lot, especially in this, and basically the, the whole deal is that you end up having this hitogami that the heat is, is the on. heat. And oh yeah, goodness. really, old people's songs. Old and you end songs. up then 
where they are trying to draw it out by pretending they're having frolicking fun Jeez. in the water. But you you do see, and they they end up having these bathing suits that are, you know, the whole they got like the ninja air conditioning, the ninja air conditioning, and it's not working because this heat miser. It can center on not the whole deal, but just their body. And so when they're doing this, and almost like the, this lake that they're frolicking in becomes a hot spring. Oh, my and goodness. It's, you know, if anybody's fallen asleep or just sat in a hot tub for too long, you, you get lightheaded. You get, Over here. And Suzu can't take it. Oh, like She ends up, I thought she was dead. I, I really did. Now, the the best and, and the kind of the shame, I did think that Nino, Nino Kuru, I thought I wanted more of him, right? But he fainted because he ended <laughs> up seeing Matsuri's boobs. So he ended oh. up fainting. They're trying. And I do like that Poe seems to be his bird. I catch it. Seems to be fluttering the wings to try to wake him up. Uh, <laughs> you know, while all that's going on, Shiragani is still like, he's always a gem in this book only because he ends up getting upset at everyone. Basically, the concept of this is not really even anything to do with the seer gun. The the big thing here is to pretty much point out that Rio, the tech girl, the you know the whole deal, the ninja Inspector tech girl, oh, she likes Matsuri. Oh, and, and now it's she... been a while since this is like that's why I liked it this week because it's like I I always forgot that they were like she was she had her eyes on him. Oh. Yeah. Now the the thing that I thought at the one point because we did go through things that she childhood friends with yep, you know yep. with, with nino and all these things but this is it's good that you have this but also you see that matsuri's mother who oh, i'd the, like to oh. call her a name that begins with a b but i'm not allowed to curse on the, the thing she wants rio to be the girlfriend she oh. wants her to be the guy and rio really does go over the top here because she <laughs> has the ninja uh, you know oil she oh, ends up no. having the ninja sunbathing oil. And the funny thing about that is, too, it's like they're trying to stay cool. They're trying to pretend that they don't care about this heat. And when Matsuri's like, what does that do? Like, we don't really get the idea. Like, who knows what that is? Is that the love potions? Yeah, it might have, like, it might enhance the senses or enhance the feelings. I don't know, because she pushes it aside. Like, oh, I don't my know. goodness. Now, or is it as... Easy to say that some of those suntan deals, it actually attracts the, the race. Like, you shouldn't do oh, this, but geez. you need something. But you have this where it's funny because Suzu is just trying to, you know, trying to get some wind, trying to get cooled down. Rio pulls out the sun oil from her bikini top and then just starts going and then remembers, oh, his mom said that I should go full bore. Like, he doesn't like the submissive women, he likes his women to be aggressive. Now, again, the mom hasn't been around for how long? I mean, they even spelled it out, but they haven't even seen this. How does he know? I think she's <laughs> just like, just go and do it, baby. And she does. And she is all over. She commits. You know, Matsuri and Suzu just comes in. Suzu looks like she's on fire. Two she's like, play what this about game? me? Like, Whoa. she can't stand this going on. And again, gem of the issue here is Shirogani, you know, the cat, I guess she king. It's like, Rio is an unprecedented pervert, but Suzu's overwhelming shamelessness goes far beyond that. It's like, who's the bigger perf? Jeez. And so they're just, I mean, and then you got the, the suntan. Sticky <laughs> hands. Like sticky hands. Oh, All of this, while that's going on, you do see the eyeball, uh, the Hiragani, <laughs> who then gets pissed. You know, I'm, and it's the Hitter gun. 
I have to get her. I am this. I'm this big thing, and nobody's paying attention to me. Oh man, I am going to reveal myself, and does, which is what they wanted. Where you then get Matsuri goes to attack with his wind attacks, and now we're going to get gratuitous crotch shots. While you do have the idea that to increase the power, flexes the butt cheeks. Whoa! Because he's got. A bathing suit on that does more resemble the women's underwear than he did the, the classic that he had. Yeah, he did All the panty training. And so he ends up being able to double, triple his attack here and fights <laughs> because he shouldn't be able to fight this thing. Just how bizarre is that? Like, in no other Shonen Jump title are you going to have, like, squeeze of the I butt like cheeks. It. I do like Jeez. it. I, at first, I thought, I hope everybody gets what's going on here <laughs> because that's what he does or she does, where yes. it ends up. Like, all right, I've been working on this. I'm not wearing those pretty much sumo wrestling undies anymore. So, the classic and undies. Hits while Shirogani's yelling, you're never going to be able to win. There's no way. You, you don't do this. And then you end up where it's it, it just the art because he does end up taking care of this. I thought that the funny thing was I thought there was going to be more to do with the heat miser. He ends up flexing his butt cheeks and wins. Shirogani looks like he's so, like, Really? Like, he he looks like somebody who would just read this chapter and go, really? You clench the butt cheeks? Because he's just like, <laughs> all right, all that training. Because <laughs> it's not the fun Toshi underwear. But then at the end, yeah, Mitsuri actually yell out, in, why? Like, I'm not a girl just for show. I'm like, Whoa. all right. I think that, you know what I think that's going on here? Because I even saw people in the comments of Manga Plus. People have lost track of the idea that Mitsuri is a guy who got changed <laughs> into a girl because of that hex deal. And right. I think that was just there to remind people. Hey, by the way, if you, you don't remember, you know, because the idea of having this love triangle going on is pretty funny. Rio at one point seemed like doesn't care if Matsuri ever becomes a guy again. You know, mm. she's in she, with whatever she's in anyway. form he's in. Boom. Suzu seems to be you know, kind of leaning towards maybe it giving used to some be things that a she try. was like just the guy, but yeah, more and more. Yeah, I don't know, she started but... to kind of like, <laughs> well, like at, at points too. Remember, she was so concerned that Matsuri was going to completely, you know, forget about what it was to be a guy, come, right. become a girl, because that's when she thought Nino was going to be the boyfriend. Then. Oh, my goodness. But like you said, she's starting to get like, oh, there right, you, you know. We'll see what goes it's been on. A year, that, you know. Again, if you end up, I don't know if you know, it is Pride Month right now. Oh, by the way. And be. this book, this is what I said. A lot of people were talking about, you know, comics. and it, no, I think if like, it wasn't so pervy, it would be great. And it, it, it would fit right it's in. It's pervy. It's true. <laughs> but the thing that almost all of, yeah, you can say that it's played up as a gag. I mean, I guess if you were really going to complain. But when you have these things in, in all the books and whatnot, even the, you know, hey, what's poking me, dentist? You know, oh, <laughs> like it's never play, it's played out seriously. And, and it's never like it's never a sticking point in the way that you would think that it would be a lot of times. I don't know if this is the greatest book to bring up, for, but I'm just saying there's a lot of, of things going on. I mean, you uh, can go with worse, right? Yeah, yeah. So right. but there's a lot of things. Uh, there but, you go. Yeah, and I just think that there's not much, there's less of a stigma in, in manga and anime oh too, with the things too, which is pretty cool. And that's why I enjoy it. But yeah, with that, what would you give this chapter? I think this chapter, I said, I thought it was a little down. You were down. I was up. Yeah, I, I'm oh a little down uh, because I thought that this Hiragami was going to be something a little more, 
you know, and pre- pretty much they end up doing their frolicking. You didn't, it's the you swimsuit didn't like the panties trade and pay off no. right there? Well, that Jeez. is pretty cool. But it's it's swimsuit edition part two where one punch, one done. Uh, but, you <laughs> Just know, like there Marshall. you go. There you go. And also in this book, like I like uh, Khan in The Witch Watch, I'm a big Nino fan. When he gets involved and gets so upset and, and doesn't know what's going on, he makes me laugh. And he was fainted the whole time. Uh, but what would you give it? I go 8.2. I'm going 8. So I'm not okay. that much down okay. from you, But I had really, really been enjoying this book, uh, you know, since I, I caught up and going. But we're going to go to the next color page book, and it is Sakamoto Days. And if you've been listening, it's one of our favorite books. It is Bad one of our favorite deals. But it has been since we started, really. It's been a little downswing. We we started off with this lab story and you had Sakamoto and Shin going in. You end up where you still don't get Lou pretty much, but it it kind of we keep saying if you're reading this this book, we keep saying it's the same thing with the amusement park. And even last issue, our chapter, you ended up saying, you know, I need more from this. And really, you said I need Hasuki. Oh, you my wanted to goodness. get back to him. So this, like you said, Witch Watch made for me, right? And it's like, oh, that's it. This is definitely, definitely for you. It's chapter 27. Uh, what is it called? It's called Sakamoto's, Sakamoto's, so there's one one versus the lab. And then we do get the color page. I do like the color pages for Sakamoto days are always really nice, really colorful, really bright. Everybody, and I, I even like we do get to see hard-boiled and the girl at the back. So the whole gang's all here. And my boy, Hisuki. You, well, so. you see the, the you know, his daughter. The daughter and, and a, the mom. She's That's got a toy thing. gun. It's wish, so funny. I wish right? we got more of the daughter and more of the mom there. Yeah, you know? that's what we want with that. You know, we've been asking for that for a while. But mm. at least at this point, you end up getting away from some crazy things. We thought we were going to go through each of the levels. And what I like about this is, and it makes more sense, Sakamoto, last issue, he ended up falling through the roof. Remember, mm. he ended up falling down. And that separates him and Shin, which then allows you to progress the story two separate ways so you can get oh. done. I, I like the know. way that they did. I was worried that he would jump down with him. I'm liking the way that like he's going to go find he's Lou. He's getting Lou, yeah. And then like reinforcements, they're going to come back. That makes That's sense. That's what I like about it. And you end up so you end up having Sakamoto fighting, you know, crazy guy that he's going to fight. Stitches. While also, yeah, Stitches, Kashima. I get. Whoa. And while that's going on, you end up having Shin fighting invisible bastards. Oh, no. Uh, but the funny thing is, what's going to go on with these, you know, people that he knows from the organization? I wasn't and expecting this kind of like they this just back walk and away. Forth. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're nice to him. There you I go. mean, they end up where even it's it's funny because you have these two, which is Shishiba and Osaragi. Oh. He's never met Osaragi. So he's introduced. You know, you end up having Shishiba say, hey, by the way, this is Osiragi. This is Sakamoto. She's heard of him, but never met. Oh and my she looks at him and thinks that he's a teddy bear. Because he does look like one. She, But that's all she does. Through this, like, she go has back and help the teddy bear? potential. Yeah, she does. This. But oh my we'll see when she shows back up. Because they basically are like, yeah, we'll leave you to this. We're going we're gonna to get going. Nice seeing you. And, and even with that, you end up where Sakamoto's like, really? You're just going to leave? Yeah, yeah. We're fine. We're going to get out of here. And, and so it's nice to see that some people in the main organization deal, they're, they're not all after Sakamoto. Yeah. That's more I was worried others. that it would just be like he's public enemy number one and yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. out to get him. Like they don't seem like he ends up 
those guys seem to be fine with them. Right. But you do have this Kashima who just becomes horrific. Oh, geez. He ends up with guns coming out of his mouth. His arms, he's got those blades, he's got all these things. Even Sakamoto says, is this guy for real? I mean, really, (laughs) is he human? He's disgusting. Now, remember, Sakamoto's the only guy who can hurt X. Hmm. Only guy who's ever, like, taken him down, and that is the boss of this Kashima. And so he wants to take down Sakamoto. Oh, he'll end up, it's weird, he'll end up praising me, tee-hee-hee. And it, he's going to fight this him. This guy is a bit like, I think he's got a couple of screws loose, a couple yeah. of crayons missing in the toolbox. And a toolbox. gun coming out of his mouth. Oh, I mean, he's geez. ridiculous. Now, while that's going on, you have Shin, who is running desperately to find Lou. One more floor. And again, you cut to the chase, which is fine. You still end up with a battle here just so that he has something to do. But there's only one more floor. So this means after this, they should get Lou. We'll get we should be getting Lou next one. week. Yeah. yeah. So... You end up with this invisible bastard who shows up and he's like, look at me, I'm invisible bastard. I'm going to fight you. Looks a lot like the other guy in charge over at the reset and candy flurry. He looks so oh, much like of, him. Have like we his got, older is this brother. guy new or is yeah, this guy I think so he funny? is. I think it's just another one of these, like when we keep seeing the level bosses, because yeah. I don't remember him. I don't remember. And him. you end up like, okay, well, I'm going to fight through you. And, and I like this deal. Because it plays out because, again, I thought, well, all we're going to get is Shin using his, you know, clairvoyance to be able to mm-hmm. read minds, know where it is. One thing I thought, do you know what direction the thoughts are coming from? Like oh. a, a voice? But that's fine. But he doesn't know how he's going to get attacked. He just here. Now, if this guy would just shut up and not think anything, maybe he could. But we've already seen Sakamoto when he's going to do things and you, you played this whole deal. So right. it's worked we've out. We've seen that before. But this fight is really not much of anything, right? Yeah, this, I was going idea. off the rails until something happened at the end. We'll get to <laughs> He's just there getting beat up. I really yeah. thought that you, and you, you do get a little of the, the thoughts of, you know, you're, you're a loser. I'm going to you know, like, toy with you. He doesn't like to work the overtime nah, and all this. It's just you know? a little too much. Like, hey, yeah. I'm going to fight you, but I don't want to do it in overtime. His whole goal this invisible bastard is just making enough money to retire. Mm. And so he's going to do this and he, Hey, but I don't like to clock out early. So let's take our time. It's just, that's just kind of there at a point where you go back to Sakamoto and and this is all action. And I don't mind it. I don't Mm. mind the complete action. I want to see this Kashima just horrifically die because he is a monstrosity (laughs) And, and he's just disgusting and awful, and I don't like. And Sakamoto pretty much ends up spinning the gun around or grabbing the gun, whatever that. And he ends shoves up making a pen into him, the yeah, like, I mean, into it. Okay, he, that's what that's cool. what it is. It's he ends cool. up stopping up the gun, and then it blows so, up. Yeah, it blows up in this guy's mouth and and head. It doesn't stop him. I mean, this guy's pretty tough, right? He's so kicking. Yeah, but with all of that. You end up having that, so that kind of stops the fight, you know, right. for the most part. But then you go back, and Shin is actually in some trouble. I mean, when you go back from that part with Sakamoto, you do see now just the toying around and you know blocking, and that's that's enough, you know, fine. But when you see Shin's getting cut, oh, he, yeah. he is getting hurt, Slice and you city. could you can imagine that he's gonna die if he doesn't get help. And you're thinking Sakamoto will oh, do it. Or well, maybe the best, Lou? The be- yeah, the best thing. Or the scientist, right? Oh, maybe, you have maybe. all these options. The best, though, is is that seemingly because of reading minds, I would say, oh. 
Shin knows there's somebody else in this room. He knows, he knows, knows early. because he actually is bleeding, gets the blood on his hand, and then lunges forward on the invisible bastard where he knows he is, and ends up wiping the blood on him, which is a cool way to expose somebody who's like the invisible man has the wraps or you, you have mud on, whatever, and does that saying, now he'll know where to, like, now Here's he'll know where to hit. Oh. And that's when the whole issue turns around to a point where it's all action to pretty much my book of the week <laughs> uh, because you end up seeing that it's Hazuki and Hazuki, the, the bird, mm-hmm. they're there. And you have wanted them back for so oh long. We goodness. actually thought that they had forgotten about, that they weren't going to be involved in this. And I love, too, where you end up having the shots going. And you're like, oh, my God, what's that? And then you get to it, and it's like, hey, Pazuki, look, yo, an invisible guy. I love the yo. <laughs> and he's yo. like, the world sure is full of interesting people. And then you end up having Shin look up. Nice timing, Hazuki. And again, I say that he does this knowing that Hazuki's there. Maybe he did. Maybe this was just for him to kind of, okay, I'll mark him so I can fight him. But it really works out well. With the whole very, like, that whole sequence is very cinematic. Oh, it's just amazing. Amazing. So overall, in the art, Always is great. The action scenes always play out well. Um, Luckily, though, I was reading it and I'm like, how did I miss him taking, like, that's on me, missing him, Sakamoto, take the pen. (laughs) Yeah, because he takes the pen out of the. And we've seen this a hundred times. And I end up like, (laughs) I didn't, I thought he just shoved it back into the gun. But yeah, this guy wasn't too smart. That's a cool splash. Blowing himself up. Mm. And uh, it's funny, too. He's like, my staff's tougher than you think. Because this guy, remember, he's like, your staff is the worst. You They're going to Yeah, we're going to kill them all. And then this guy, Kashima says, I hate people who talk back almost as much as I hate Christmas. Taro Sakamoto. And he's then he says, guy. well, he I hate guys like you who talk too much. And I'm like, oh. yeah, that's pretty good. That is a pretty good deal. So, yeah, overall, I'm a 9.1. No, I'm 9.2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we are definitely up with uh, that oh. one. But. We end up with that being the end of the second round of Whoa. books. And we're going to go off to your lightning round. Any sort of uh, ideas, anything oh. to tell us that you might oh, be talking about. Peek. Well, we will be talking about the, the soloist in the cage. Final chapter for that. Oh, my goodness. I think we might also be talking about a bit, little bit of Jujutsu Kaisen, which will be getting the big, uh, the big break. Yeah, it's got a hiatus, yeah, yeah, unfortunately. But yeah, perfect time for you to be catching up, Jim. I will be catching up with that. That and uh, also the idea that Spy Family comes out, you know, weeks apart, so I can catch up on that as well. Uh, And whatever you'll have, whatever's going on. But we're going to go surprises. Yes, surprises. We're going to go to your lightning round, and now. What's up, manga fans? It's time for Luke's lightning round this week with all the big chapters here. Well, some of the big chapters. A little chapter two. Oh, mixing things up. And a final chapter uh, to, to kick things off. Oh, my goodness. We have a lot of stuff here. We got some big books, little books, all types of books. So we're going to kick things off and we're going to get down in business straight away with the big finale this week. We have the final chapter of Soloist in a Cage. Oh, my goodness. The Manga Plus Darling here. Uh, and it's clocking in at 60 pages for this final chapter. So it's a big final chapter to wrap things up. And this is, of course, the great escape going on here. All the kids of Prison City making their great escape on the big blimp. 
big airship dealie that they've built here and now they're busting out of the joint but of course they can't bust out of the joint just yet because chloe and baby lock all grown up they are not on board they fell off last week the crazy stuff was happening and they fell out and now they are down on the ground and the blimp has been turned around because they got it there's no way that they're escaping without the mastermind of the plan lock and of course chloe Help them get to where they were. So they can't leave them behind, of course. So they have to go back and it's the rescue mission. Big warden, evil warden man of Prison City. He's not going to let that happen so easy. He is not happy with the situation. He is telling all the guard robot camera dudes, uh, fire at will, you know, get the artillery guns going. And they are trying to take down this big blimp. But that's when we see that there is a little trick up Locke's sleeve he planned this all out because we remember earlier when we were getting all the fuel sorted for this big blimp thing and they had the normal fuel they had the reserve fuel and they also had another portion of fuel that turns out was going towards a bomb a big emp explosive device they push out of the blimp and it goes boom and it knocks out all of the security robots and all of the systems as well. All the monitors are down, everything is shut down. And that gives them enough time to actually lower the winch and reclaim Chloe and Locke. They get them back on board before any shootings can go on. Now, it's not going to be that easy because the warden, he gets everything back up and running lickety split. And he actually gets one of the cannons online enough to fire at this big blimp. And boom, I mean, they don't have much armor or nothing. So the blimp goes down. It's a direct hit and it goes down into the outskirts of the city. And this is where the hunt is on. He sends out all his reawakened, rebooted prison robot dudes. And they're going to hunt down these kids. No escape, no survivors. And it is at this point specifically, dear listener, that this final chapter, I was already enjoying it up until this point. But it was at this point that this final chapter went from being good to being great because as we see the robots on their snowmobiles hunting down the kids oh no it looks like it's the end of the road but then out of the shadows who steps out to deal with these robots to handle business but the one the only demolition man oh my goodness the callback from chapter one out of nowhere it's demolition man and who can forget his good buddies bald man and the bear back at it again we remember these guys these were the original escapees from prison city way way back in chapter one back in the day we talked about it on the like that manga read this manga way way back in the day oh my goodness and it was the gemolition man that we called him because he was such a swell dude and we see here that it, of course gemolition man he's not gonna he's not gonna let these kids get hunted down he is gonna take them out tactical stealth style a little solid snake action here going on with the knives oh my goodness so he is back in action and i tell you it is fantastic to see these dudes again i was completely surprised i was not expecting these dudes to come back at all but i was so happy to see that they have they've come back for the next big escape i was very happy for that and really it's thanks to them and thanks to their effort that helps these kids escape completely because we have gemolition man his son he ends up being on the border patrol, so that gets them through the gates on the neighboring country. And then his wife turns out to be running all the local orphanages in the areas, so they can have the happy lives now. All thanks to Gemilition Man and his family, 
Once again, Jebelition Man always delivers. So happy to have him back. Bada bing. So it seems like everything is all done and dusted. Happy ending. But of course, not that easy. Chloe, she is still unconscious after, after you know, the big fight against Sliced and Diced and all that jazz. She is still unconscious from last chapter. And she's kind of on dead store. Literally, as it turns out, because we do see Chloe of the mind here. She is back in the the little apartment, ramshackle apartment that her and Locke shared way, way back. A lot of callbacks to chapter one here. It's nice, full circle. Way, way back in the day, this was her apartment. And then we do see her. She's still, as we've seen throughout this whole story, she's still kind of having trouble grasping with the darkness. The darkness inside her. Oh, no. All the killings. And all this, you know, she doesn't like the killings. She's not like Ron Kern. She doesn't like the killings. All the suffering and all the killing that she had to do just to try and protect Locke and to find Locke and to keep Locke safe. But now it's all done, but it's going to hold her back. Maybe she's not allowed. After all is said and done, is she not allowed this peaceful life with everyone that she fought so hard she strived for? Oh, no. And that's where we get the big, the big moment as well, because we do find out that Locke, Little baby Locke all grown up. He he actually knew. He had the brains and he actually knew that all along, Chloe was the big sister from way back in the day when he was a wee baba. Oh my goodness. And now he's saying, you don't have to do all the killings. You don't have to suffer alone. You can You can be with us in the light together. You don't have to dance alone anymore. You can come into the light and dance with all of us, our new happy family. In the orphanages. Oh my goodness. And that's actually how it ends. She's like walking out of the door into the light, into the new beginnings, into the light, leaving the darkness and the past behind. Oh my goodness. A little, a little ambiguous to end things. I mean, you know, we, we technically don't know if she's still, if she's alive or if she's dead. She's still in the hospital getting treated while all this is happening. And we don't know, Gemolition Man says it's touch and go. So we don't know if she's actually going to pull through. But having this kind of like symbolic ending, I think really actually works quite well for it all. Having that closure, revisiting the old apartment, all the older characters returning like Demolition Man and Bald Guy and the Bear and coming full circle like that and dealing with that. That ongoing theme that we've had throughout this story about the, the darkness in Chloe and, and her humanity and what she's sacrificed. And here she's able to let that all go and to dance. She doesn't have to dance alone. She can dance with Locke. So it is, it is quite a, quite a poetic finish, I would say. I was actually quite impressed. Like leaving it ambiguous, leaving it open to your own interpretation, but still, uh, providing a lot of closure in the right areas. So I did enjoy it quite a bit. I could go high on this. I could go as high as a 9 out of 10. And really looking back on the whole series now that this is all done, a very strong series all wrapped up. Like a quick a quick little series clocking in at only 20 chapters. And that is including the big hiatus that we had almost two years. But 20 chapters all wrapped up. When all is said and done, I think you'll find that this is a very solid read. And everybody in the comments on the manga post, they seem to be very happy uh, very content with the ending. So really, uh, a perfect opportunity now that it's all wrapped up. You can get the full story, head on over to Manga Plus. Uh, and I say it's well worth a read. I was very happy with this ending. It gets a 9 out of 10 from me. Bada bing. And continuing on, going from extra big to extra small into chapters. We have Jujutsu Kaisen Chapter 152, Perfect Preparation Epilogue. And uh, I think clocking in... 
A nine pages epilogue is a fitting description for this kind of tiny bite-sized chapter. We'll look at it. Look at it more as just a little bonus on last week's chapter. A little bit of chapter DLC, if you will. Oh my goodness, the video games. Jeez, I don't even know if Jim knows what DLC is because he's an old man. Oh my goodness. But as the epilogue, this is the little wrap-up we have for this perfect preparation arc, which we have been enjoying quite a bit, I would say. Very happy with the Mackie glow up the big mackie glow up as she has come to dismantle the mean no good zenin clan keeping up with the zenin clan shenanigans keeping up with the zenin clan no more because mackie has basically wiped the slate clean here we see she she deals the blow on the last couple of surviving members here and even dear old ma'am their mother dearest she gets sliced and diced. To be honest, I mean, she had a coming. We know she wasn't very nice. So she had a coming. And this is where I was very, I was tickled pink by how this all uh, went down because we get the collateral here. Not only does the mother go down, but she goes down swinging. And you know what she does? She takes out Naoya with her. Oh, the crispy double kill. Iconic. Oh my goodness. Naoya, he's too weak to activate his curse technique. So he's not going to be able to defend against Slice and Dice City as the mother goes to town on him as well. And really, that is just what we love to see. Massage this man getting taken down for good. Bless up. Oh my goodness. So we have all that. And then in the aftermath, as Mackie is leaving the premises, we do have a nice, uh, a bittersweet moment, I would say, uh, with Momo, the third year, the little broom girl from Kyoto, the Kyoto school. And she, we, we knew that she was good, really good buddies with Mackie's sister, Mai, who unfortunately passed away. So it was bittersweet to see them and she's reunited there. And, and that was big feels. But really, for Mackie, all the feels, all the tears have been shed already. She is done and she is moving on. She's moving on and she is ready to absolutely dominate in the upcoming culling game, she is coming in as a force to be reckoned with. She has wiped the Zenin clan slate clean, and she is an absolute boss now. Oh my goodness. But yes, the culling game approaches, and I'm afraid we will have to wait a little while for that, unfortunately. Because if you didn't hear the news, the big news of the week is that Jujutsu Kaisen will be on break, while Gege Akutame, the mangaka, fully recovers their health so it's going to be on hiatus for at least a month and it ended up Akitami ended up leaving a personal message along with the editorial explanation and they explained that it was not to worry it wasn't anything too serious health wise it was just that they had made a mutual decision with the editorial team to take a break and rest up and fully recharge the batteries to ensure that the quality of the manga kept up going into this next big arc for the culling game. And I think that is a perfectly valid and reasonable explanation. And really the right choice to make, I would say. We always say that it's the most important thing is for the health and the well-being of the mangaka. That takes priority. And to fully recharge the batteries before what's going to be quite an explosive arc, I would say. M maybe we're talking Shibuya level incident arc status here. So to have a full rest and recuperated Akitami going into that, I think that is the, the best move forward here. And I think it's going to pay off in spades. Oh my goodness. And it also has the added advantage of having that month's time for Jim 
to be able to catch up on the Jujutsu Kaisen. So next thing you know, we might be talking about the Jujutsu Kaisen on the main show. So that's, that's going to be very exciting. Oh my goodness. So it's a win-win, and I'm glad that the break is happening. But for this chapter itself, I think it was, a li- you know, a little bit short, but short and sweet did the job. Uh, and a solid little wrap-up for this arc, which has been very enjoyable. So it gets a 7.8 out of me. And last one on the docket this week, we have My Hero Academia, Chapter 316, Your Turn. And this is the big wrap-up, the big wrap-up to the showdown with Lady Nagant, the character find of 2021, oh my goodness. As all the pro heroes, they arrive to back Deku up after this fight's gone down. And we do get a nice little, we get a couple of nice little moments here. First of all, we have Hawks and Lady Nagant. And we do know that Hawks, he ended up being Lady Nagant's replacement. The Public Safety Commission. He was the new operative after she went a little bit rogue. Oh no. So that was a nice moment. The two of them reconnecting. And also a moment between Chisaki overhaul. Overhaul feeling like this situation has gone a little out of hand. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Oh, jeez, the hand puns. Oh, no. But between him and Deku, of all people, because we've seen this whole fight that uh, he's been desperate to get back to his Yakuza boss, the big boss. That's what he's wanted. Now that Lady Nagant is in custody, might not be possible, but Deku does give him the chance. He gives him the ultimatum. As long as Overhaul is able to see Eri and apologize for all of the pain and the suffering that he's caused her uh, her whole life, pretty much, Deku will complete that uh, that offer and and bring overhaul to his boss and let them reunite. So that was an interesting moment as well, you know, Deku Deku offering a chance of redemption there to overhaul. Now, mind you, Chizuki is a pretty lousy guy, so I don't know how that's going to shake out, but impressive from Deku. Little negotiation shenanigans going down. Oh my goodness. But this is where we'll find that Lady Nagant once again proves that she is a gem. Because she has a little change of heart. And she actually does her good deed. She reveals to our heroes the meetup point that was supposed to go down if she ended up capturing Deku. She was supposed to bring him to All for One and bring him to this fancy mansion at Hybori Woods. Which, for the long-time readers, might recognize this is actually the racist mansion. Back in the day, this is where the Creature Rejection Clan lived. Back in uh, Shiggy and the Boys' big day out. You remember that the, they had fun there? So, <laughs> nice little callback. Oh, jeez. So, not a racist mansion anymore. Now it just belongs to Super Villain All for One. Oh, my goodness. So, all the heroes that are left pretty much get ready to raid this place. Deku's front and center. And they bust in. And this is where it gets very Batman 66. <laughs> It gets very James Bond almost because all for one isn't there, but they have ended up stumbling into his fiendish trap. Oh no, it's home alone in the racist mansion because all for one pops up on the projector and he's basically talking smack, throwing shade. He's saying that he doesn't care about the All Mites anymore. Never mind the All Mites. Now it's all about Deku. He is the one, and it's his turn now. It's your turn now, he says, before promptly blowing the whole place up. Oh, my goodness. Oh, jeez. What's going to happen to our favorite heroes? Oh, jeez. Will they be all right? Tune in next week. Oh, same bad time, same bad channel. Oh, my goodness. It is very much that. It's almost funny. It's that type of (laughs) James Bond twirling the mustache evil villain vibe here 
I didn't know that all for one had a sense for the theatrics like this. Oh my goodness. So really, I mean, do you think our heroes will get out of this? I Probably. I, I imagine they would. But, you know, still dramatic. Dramatic cliffhanger to wrap things up. It did make me chuckle. I don't know if it was intentional to, be, to mirror the, the Scooby-Doo villain. But uh, <laughs> it did make me laugh. Oh my goodness. Uh, but still, a solid chapter and a solid little wrap-up to this little Lady Nagant action showdown arc that we've had. And it has had its ups and downs. You know, we did have some dodgy moments with Deku pulling quirks out of nowhere, out of thin air. Uh, and I was a little bit off on that. But still, Lady Nagant uh, is a character find of 2021. I'm telling you, sensational. So having her even that moment of redemption here was very nice. It was all worth it for evil all for one twirling his non-existent mustache and blowing up racist mansion. Bad a big. So a solid chapter. It gets an 8.5 out of me. And that was Luke's lightning round, so big books, long books, oh my goodness, uh, and little books too. And big explosions to wrap things up, oh jeez, all sorts of stuff. So that is the end of the lightning round, and now we'll move back to the main show. Alright Luke, and there you go, little lightning round uh, there, and we're little. back to the action. Yeah, really, I mean, seriously, <laughs> pretty soon these lightning rounds for you, I don't know what we'll call Uh-oh. them, but hey, are they the thunder? Are you bringing the thunder? Oh Is that goodness. what you're doing? Bottom here break. we go. We have two more books to end uh, this here podcast. And, you know, like I said before, it's nothing that we leave anything to the end or whatever. We like to mix things up. We like right. to mix the order, keep it from being stale like some others. I don't know. Fresh. I don't know what I'm saying, Luke. I have no <laughs> idea, stale. But you end up with this, and we have enjoyed all the books so far. You heard this, and that's going to continue. Break. There's been some really strong weeks. Uh, you know, with enough books for us to get through a podcast with and not really, you know, unlike. Should so, I say that? Uh, unlike, <laughs> since we are talking about Undead Unlock. Is that one of our abilities, the Incredible. unlike? It's what people do to me on social media, oh. right? That's what that's that's their Somebody abilities. unblock him already. Yeah, when I walk in here, it's like, yeah, I wish that my ability was unblock. <laughs> it ain't happen. I, oh end up, I end up so excited. I'm like, all right, I'm going to. Put this up. Let's see. Vita Ayala. Here you go. Here's all oh, blocked. All right. Okay, Vita Ayala. But here we go. We're not talking that. This no, is manga, right? Nobody's blocked us yet that we know of. <laughs> because why would they? But here we are with <laughs> that. Uh, and we're going to start off with Undead Unlocked, a book yes. that we have been enjoying. I ended up catching up. I was very happy that I did. Uh, on the rankings, we always look at the rankings mm-hmm. on the Manga Plus. This is not ranked as high as I think it should be. It really shocks me. I think it's me. sleeper hit. It, it is. This is almost like the Ayakeshi Triangle, where I wish right. everybody read it, but at least this doesn't have gratuitous panty shots, right? <laughs> I mean, seriously. <sighs> Some people would probably wish it did, though, you know? Now, okay. Yeah, maybe. I, oh I'm going to, like, before we start this, we were talking right before we got on, and I just want to. It's one of those things. If you start reading this, because I'll tell you, there was a hurdle to get over these oh, powers absolutely. and how they combine and all these, these so powers. They get very confusing. Yeah. A lot of times I went with the idea of, okay, I guess that works. <laughs> I mean, they combine three powers and a lot of times it gets so confusing. That's not what this is really about. No. Maybe some people would think that, but it's the characters and it's the gradual thing of the, the people in this book are on a team, but they're not friends. They don't know each other before mm-hmm. this. They are actually thrown on almost like a Knights of the Round Table type deal. Now, oh, yeah. there's 11 seats now on this this whole deal. 
and they're just thrown in. Yes, our main characters, you know, having, say, Andy and Foucault, they knew each other going forward, but they really don't know each other. The, the thing about this book is to watch the relationships grow. It's almost like a Suicide Squad, but friendly. You know? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and, and it's, yeah, it, it, exactly. It is kind yeah. of a Suicide Squad. And not even just friendly, but a Suicide Squad that you're just happy to see these characters who are they're pretty outsiders. I mean, these oh, yeah. are people with weird abilities that haven't been able to have friends. Or, you know, Andy, our main character, on de- he's dead. And he hasn't even, we we go back and have flashbacks and things from his life or lives. And great. I mean, these people have been used and abused for a lot of times. You ended up starting out with Fuko, our unlock. She's Mm. trying to kill herself because she'll never have. They kind of got away from that. That's chapter one, that is. Yeah, yeah, she had to get away because she was big on romance manga. And she'd never find love like that because she can't touch anybody she touches skin to skin. Has such bad unlucky and, and really, if you're going to make sweet love, it's over. The planet may blow up at that oh, point. Geez. So she says, why should I ever even try? Because I can't get like the big thing in her life is true love, things like that. And uh, she can never have that. She thinks. But meeting Andy, who. Oh, at the beginning, again, you also have to Comes get over. A the, little too strong. You got to get over the pervy factor. That is I mean, a that, big it's factor really big to get over. But what I like about it, if you if you put in the work and you read it, you it realize off. it ends in a way the pervy stuff yeah. ends in a way that you can say that maybe they're like, hey, buddy, calm it down. But instead, you can look at it as like, no, no, no. At a point, you end up getting Andy undead who will do anything for Fuko. He ends up protecting her and he likes her and is starting to be like almost like like likes. Right. And you could see that Fuko. Same thing, like thing, but it's yeah. The relationship actually, like, it gets a lot deeper at the at the start. It's that initial sketchiness, a very on the surface kind of weird, pervy stuff. But then it it gets properly like deep, and there's an emotional connection between them. You know, and then you get yeah, and then you get a focus on Shen and Moy that Jim. ends up twisting and turning in a way that we love. Oh, where you end up where Shen ends up passing his. Ability to Moy, where he ends up becoming pretty much a zombie type deal. He's blue. He is. <laughs> and so, with all that, it's more so if you do try to read it, just stick with it for the relationships and the characters. Right. Not, and, and don't I'll worry even about say, the crazy powers because we no. don't get them either. And even at the be like solid gold right now, they have struck gold with this team oh, because there are, there are other characters that I keep saying I'm afraid. That you, because they, it's the Suicide Squad. Like you said, they'll throw together characters that powers work together well to go mm. do. Like there is a chance where Shen and Moy will disappear for you know twenty chapters, it even. Is so. And I, it can't because this is the add to the team. Don't take anything away because well, by you the see end them of this, po- popularity poll results, they're not going anywhere. They're right there, and they're not really that high. I'm Aww. telling you, it, it shocked me how the deal is like. Top, I love, and and even like little things like Tatiana with her untouched, you know, mm. deal. And you end up having, uh, you know, Chikara, who I re- like, they're all here, and it's so good because you start off in the big, big thing of this. They're fighting Summer, this big deal. Again, it, it's weird to talk about because that stuff is kind of like, just go with it. That's not important. It's all the characters and the teaming up. We've even gotten away, like, the idea that 
throughout you know a lot of these chapters you keep getting reminded we have this test to do and if we fail we get a penalty we like i like that we're just settling down on this team and their abilities and how they're working well together and but they are taking down one of the biggest threats this oh, yeah. summer uh you have apocalypse there with them in that little cage who did reveal the way to stop summer i oh. thought apocalypse would be more involved in this so chapter. one thing I he thought, does say is that they've never taken him down before in any of the different timelines, which I did think was interesting. But apart from that, not much. Again, though, that almost goes with the con- the concept of this. And I, I don't even know. Did we say it is chapter 67? What is it called? Fireworks. Fireworks. Boom. It is. Now, you end up getting a family feel in oh, this. And you, you do go through Shen, whose sister was killed by him. Because he was, you know, his master Feng kind of tricked them all that. And you do go back and see where they were going to watch these fireworks. And he, you get Shen once a family again. He had a sister, but they weren't really a family anyway with this, you know, master Feng. So he really is desperate to have a family. And you kind of put that right away and you go away from it. But you do see them all getting along. I mean, if you, if you end up with this, this is the most easily to explain or at least to understand battle. And everybody is teaming up with somebody. Yeah. You don't have pretty much. And I guess Tatiana, you can't really. She's in her ball, but she she ends up waiting. But it is everybody combined into this. But I like that you have Andy and Foucault, which you always do together. You have Shenna and Moy, and you end up having Chikara and Top as well. Which as is they a very through this deal. I would never have thought to put them two together. It makes a lot of sense, doesn't yeah, it? Because. You end up having to have Chikara. He has to see what he's going to freeze. At one point, they have to get around this huge, giant monster summer. And Top hits the unstoppable deal and goes off and, and is able to do it. There you go. It works out so well. And when they end up like they said, crazy deal, because you have to take it down all these scales at once. And what Andy ends up doing, I'm going to bleed all over this thing while I'm also getting unlocking my blood. And oh, then we're going to hit it where Tatiana with her untouched, she comes. But it all works out that they, they join up together, and it's really nice. And the feels that you get by the end is it's like a roller coaster because they do bring this down. And they even have where, you know, Shen and uh, Moy, they end up having their staff. They're able to bend. Like, everything works out. I'm not going to go through each step. But the I'm fact that you, we get to, I think that's how it works, because we get to see everybody's actions, and then it all pays off for the big finish. So this is, like, it's crazy to say that this is like one of the best fights we've had, but, I mean, it's definitely the easiest to understand. It's easier, and it's great because I think it's the most combo-driven, the idea. Yeah. And, and again, it's not even just like, okay, these two. Like, I almost made it seem like these two, these two. No, it's these two as part one. These two then go from there. It's like a big relay race to take them down. I think that those, that's like the big block text, the unmoved, the unstoppables. We get three of those. Like We, we usually only get like one or two. It's yeah, all yeah. real. It's, and again, when they're doing it, it plays out so well. Yep. The way that... And, I like Apocalypse, and, and you get this idea. He's like, you've they've never been able to defeat this summer in any of the timelines. And you have that idea of them having these different timelines, different time frames, and things like that. It, it has to just be because they've never worked as a family. They're always, I mean, when we start out, everybody's working for their own self. And and remember, you end up, too, with the idea, you have these chairs that, you know, the and whole organization. And into it. And, and then they try to fight to get to the top. I mean, yeah. it's all a fight and things like that. And they put that aside here. 
And I wonder if it's going to be like, I hate it. It's going to be one of those where they end up, well, we got to break these guys up. Like they, and I'm talking in book, like they're not supposed to work this way. Uh, or they end up, maybe they'll go and, you know, join the other side oh. because of the idea of things going wrong because i need this team to stay together right they do end up bringing down you know something i love it too they do all this stuff everything's going on and then they all get to the point where they just go tatiana go you know do it and she does and you end up where they're all just like oh my god she's the best it's so good right and then they end up at the end though they still end up having this master fang which is Shen's, you know. Oh, we thing. thought I, he was done at this I stage. thought he was so done. I thought Jeez. he was dead. And he's like, hey, uh, Feng, I need you to answer a question. And and the whole thing has been pushed. Feng ended up raising Shen as you always have to be the best and raised him to be the best so that he could get better by fighting. Like, this Mr. Feng is such a piece of crap that he wouldn't, he couldn't even say anything nice here. And I guess that's him, right? I mean, even the idea that he's young is because of all the finagling and stuff that he's done. Yeah, shenanigans. So you end up where Shen's like, you know, I can forgive you for what you did and all these things. If you could just tell me, were we ever a family? Did you ever look at us as a family? Going back to that night on the rooftop when they were watching the fireworks. Because Mm -hmm. you see, when they go back, Feng, he even said, I don't want anything to do with this. But this is like, the, it's the only nice memory, it seems, yeah. that Shen had. And even that dude that they like, dealt with earlier, he's yeah, there. Yeah, that they ended up having to fight earlier. Yeah. And they all, like, he kind of seems like whatever, but the sister's, like, holding his hand. Like, oh, this is his best memory. And he's like, you know, were we a family? Did you ever think of this? And he's like, no, I never once thought of us as a family. Any of you, I don't care about you. And Jeez. go to hell. And the big thing is like, okay. And and he needed to hear whatever. You know, the idea. And it, it even says to separate the truth from the untruth. Oh. Going with all these things and stuff like that. Where he did have to hear this so that he can move on. And he does move on. But the cool thing is this fireworks back in the day was his only good memory of a family. He finds out that it is bullcrap. But right as that goes on, summer is exploding. The monster summer's exploding in what looks like a fireworks display. Just like the fireworks. And you have his family. What wow. his family is now there. And look at Top. I could almost <laughs> give Top gem of the week. Just for, how, just for how happy he is. And, and remember, too, if you're reading this book, and I don't, you know, not everybody is, but me and you. I'm just talking to you, Luke. The idea. What does Chikara do in this? He does not freeze up. He, you, remember, he's always scared. Yeah. So he has to be perfectly still to do his, you know, unmove. And he doesn't hesitate in this. This is one of the first times that he is able to do that without any problems. Yeah, and I big. think it's because he's got Top with him. And, and with go. that, too, give Top a lot of credit. This guy is hauling butt. All and oh, not yeah. making any movement that would stop. And I'm, I know that that's probably not even part of it, but to me it was because I love Top. It's one of my favorite guys. I love all, every character in this issue are my <laughs> favorites. I'm getting all excited. This I may mean, end like up being team. my book of the week now I'm because I love Sounds it. Like a... I love it. I Boom. love this team. I could read them over and over and over, but they did just defeat Summer. Yeah. This is one of those tasks that now we're going to have to go back. 
And we're going to have to see what they get from this, where they're going to go next, what the big, you know, because you get a reward for everything right. that you stop. And well, remember, we're, that right, the, we're wrapping this arc up. And like, is it the book is in one of the strongest places it's ever yeah, been? It is. Like, this is amazing. It was. It was an odd start. It. I. I'm telling you. I. I commend anybody who. And I'm not going to commend us because we're we're wackos. But I'm commending <laughs> anybody who is listening here and has kept with it. Yeah. Because there's I a think lot it's really of paying off. Now, a lot right? of obstacles to get to this oh, point. Absolutely. It's paying off 100. percent I. I really really like it. And talking about it now, for some reason, <laughs> way more excited than when I read it alone. Uh, so I'm going to go, I'm going 9.5. That's my book. Wow. Of I'll just reveal that. It's just, I'm telling you, it might be top at the end <laughs> and 11 because I really thought Sakamoto Days was my book of the week. Very closely edging out Witchwatch. Uh, this, to me, actually pays off in such a way that pays off for everything that we've read up till now. But like you said, it's stronger. I have to give it the book of the, the chapter of the week. Wow. Because of the idea that we end at the strongest point that this book, I think, has been. And you, I think you said that. Right That's now, really. it's as strong as it's been. And it even has the feels and really wraps up that, you know, Shen and Moy story there and go forward like they're gems. They, they really are uh, with that. And I also like while they're doing this and you look up and they're, you know, they're on a cloud floating around. It looks pretty cool. But yeah, so with all that, what would you give it? I go nine. Uh, if it wasn't, if it wasn't for Sakamoto Days, this would be my book of the week. Uh, I think like uh, we we wanted the the summer fight to wrap up, and I don't think it could have wrapped up in a, in a much better way than it did here. I, think I it agree. Was really good stuff. All excited about it. Mm-hmm. We're going to go to the last book of the night, and if you're playing at home, you probably guess that it is Candy Flurry, and it's chapter eight called what? It's Chapter eight called An Emergency. Oh my yeah. goodness. An emergency. I, I I will mention, I said to you earlier that I wasn't. Uh the cover of this, what would be the cover, it really reminds me of a rap album. And I could not put my finger on it. Old I couldn't figure music. out. I'm telling you, I even thought at one point, like, was it something crazy because of, you know, who's involved on the cover and things like that? Like it was like an old Vanilla Ice Whoa. type deal where Amino also he kind of looks like him in, in a weird way, but I couldn't find it, so I don't Vanilla know. Vanilla Ice would fit into the the candy theme. Oh my goodness! That's what I'm saying. I, I ended up like, and I looked. I'm like, nope. I can't say I ever owned a Vanilla Ice album, but oh, I, I know some people who did because Classics. whether or not people want to think back at it, it, that Ice Ice Baby was humongous, Classic. humongous. But yeah, you end up even getting a little bit of a like recap of him tossing uh, this guy. Now we find out, remember at the end we were, who is this guy? Like, is he a sweets user? Is he there? He had some cool chains wrapped around his neck oh, in a geez. way that I wanted to have that look. It's like a chain turtleneck. I've never seen it. Oh my goodness. But anything that we saw in my mind, last chapter, uh, it never really showed us what this guy is all about, right? These chains really are nothing. He he has that sun tattoo like he was in the Red Hot Chili Peppers. That really meant nothing. I suppose the hair is the only thing that kind of because like they exploding. Yeah, like maybe. a pop. This guy's a popcorn user. Oh, right. And I don't consider that sweets because. And you even <laughs> said, well, maybe it's the caramel corn, the yeah. caramel. Does it live in this in the sweet? But, but how does that work? Because he throws kernels. He throws kernels of corn and that then, then pop. pop to yeah. blow you up. I will tell you, it took me a while to figure out what exactly, and it, it plays out this way, a 
of why. But until this kid says, how do you keep deflecting the kernels? And I'm like thinking like, what is he, KFC here? Where's the kernel? I don't see him. I actually was confused a bit of what they were getting at. Then I thought, well, that's not sweet. Now, they also have the confetti or whatever you're going to pronounce it like. Was that it? Because you have that yeah, as well. Yeah, because even the kernels look a lot like those little confettios. So it is a little confusing, isn't it? Yeah, it was a little. I do like how he's like flicking them with his thumb like you do with these. But it took a while for it to like reveal what exactly this kid is. Now, with that, you were even confused a little of, is this guy on the up and up in this? Te-? And they say, in my mind, this guy, because they go to old Tokyo. I think this guy's been hanging out. And this is like wedding up, crashers or, here. Yeah, yeah, really. Set or set crashers. Set cra- you know, the test crashers. Oh, jeez. And right away, the, uh, you know, the homework boys, you know, they, <laughs> they end up, the written test boys, they're down and out, and they're he's going to kill them. Oh. Uh, and so the gem of this is Amino, really, 100%. Absolutely gem. So, you know, Sujimi. She doesn't do anything in this. She really, you know, she kind of just sits on the side and yells stuff like, hey, what are you doing there? Why are you showing up? Like he is showing off for Irie, 100 percent. You know, the the whole thing with this is Amino. We already saw that he did love Irie, wants to get and press her. He's there. They keep saying that he's like, he's real strong and whatnot. Seems to be a bit of a dummy. I I mean, really, right? Because he's showing off to a camera. That he thinks Irie's watching, but he doesn't want to look at it because she'll know. But already looked at it, but then tells, you know, Samuji, don't look at the camera. And she's like, it's broken. (laughs) It's not working. He doesn't care. He's still going. Through half of this chapter, I'm like, what a moron. I'm I'm telling you. And I I was down on it. I, I really was. Once you learn what this guy is in the popcorn deal, it doesn't really win me over with the chapter. And I'm not really that interested in this guy. If he ends up being taken down and then somehow on the deal, they're like, well, he's going to join in as one of the sweets users that's in like Irie. I, we don't, I don't have know. enough for him yet. You yeah, know? I don't know yeah. that I need this kid to, to continue he's a on. creepy looking. Yeah. And, I don't and know. The whole deal is that, I mean, you know, with the whole deal with Amino, he is, he's really good. Yeah. I mean, he is deflecting little kernels of oh. popcorn and then they blow up as they go. Now, I don't know if he's really paying attention to the destruction that he's doing around him, but he is getting rid of them. But he even at one point just ends up like, and it's kind of funny. He's like, haven't you ever heard of popcorn? And he throws them up in the air like he's LeBron James before a game. And then it all like pops and comes down on him like, like, you know, snow. Well, that's okay. I, but again, I, I'm not into him. The, the part that happens here, and, and it wins me over, uh, is near the end. And we even have some other things that are really odd in my mind. But when you do have Amino ends up saying, I'll never let anybody sit in a, you know, the fetal position type deal. Oh. And you go back and see that when he was upset and scared when he was waiting for that test. The first time or whatnot, Nairi was the one who ended up helping him, even though in a joke she ended up getting lost afterwards. But I like that. That, that that's was inspiration. Gem. That's gem material. Oh, Tell me though, when they go back, because they are the reset now has to band up. Like, hey, listen, this guy, we have no idea who he is. He's not part of this. He's a sweets user. We have to get in there, or some of these kids are going to be killed. And when they get the teams, it's such a weird deal. That this guy who's in charge, you know, emo guy, he's mm-hmm. like, hey, all right, Team Irie, you go to the east 
You know all about that, right? No, never been to the East. Okay, disbanded. <laughs> What's going on? Like, it's yeah, so and, and weird. This other guy we don't even know that they're talking about. So it He's supposed to go to the West. It goes over your head. I let the, It's just like he announces the teams, and then he says, I read, do you know the Eastern area? You know, uh, no, not at all. Team I read here by disbanded. I'm like, what does that mean? Like, like. Really? How about give her a map? But it's not like it's not like shape because he does go well. You're pretty good wherever you go. So like, yeah, it's, it's I don't know weird, what's going though, on. Yeah. The way that you know you have that. But the thing is, is like, all right, I I just don't get what you're saying. And she says I got scolded, <laughs> and now I should take notes on Amani's leadership. Like you know this idea, and that's the the guy Amani, the uh, the goth guy right. that I call. Like really, like this whole scene didn't need to happen like it was weird all you needed to do in my mind is to just say all right reset people get going get this yeah. guy this is another sweet user and and you would think that ivory is going to end up being the one who can conf- like herself being a sweet user Joined as well fight. i get yeah. the idea that there's going to be something where we're going to find out there might be a little underground going on with these sweet users oh. and they're going to call her a traitor something along those oh lines but i mean I, I didn't need four pages where it's like Okay, this is the team. You know that. No, okay, just picked. I, it just it throws off the pacing a little bit. And then when when we get back, and it's still like I I think Amino is a gem potentially, and I do like I do like the whole showing off thing for E Ray. But I I even I will say that like it does drag on a little too long this chapter because we get no Sumigi, and Sumigi has been one of our favorite elements from the from like these last couple of chapters. Her like kind of no nonsense attitude so to have that like get the back seat here is a bit underwhelming and you're kind of waiting for something really bad to happen so the lollipops come. Right. but when you go and like I, you said the pacing it, it shuts down yeah you go back but that maybe it, it serves some purpose because when you do go back then now it's that's what i love when we go back it's the good part of the whole deal where you even say you know i'm a popcorn user I can't be taken down. He's going to fight and ends up just pretty much going to destroy Amino where he says to Sumiji, you got to go off. You get all the kids because they, they're going to die. You get them the safety. I'll fight here. And she's like, no, no, no. You can't do this just to show off. And no, no, no. I'm not showing up. Don't look at the camera, by the way. And, the, and she's like, the camera is not working. Nobody's seeing you do this. Please do not sacrifice yourself. But it's a little more than that. That's where you get the gem, where he ends up. But he says, if Irie's watching, it'll be so much cooler. She's like, it's not working. She looks, the camera's broken. And he still wants to do this and says, I got this. I'm going. I'm going to attack. And he says at that point, I do not want anybody. And you have the popcorn users like, look at all these people there. Why would you do this? They're running away from you. You're cowering in the deal. And he's like, I'm oh. doing this so they don't have to. And ends up going full out and looks bad, but I mean, oh, right? These he last says, couple of pages, he looks incredible. Yeah, and, and you end up where the pop guy, the big thing. You would look much better curled up in a fetal position as he's about to attack him, and then that's when it, it gives that second, third win to Amino, who steps up and he's like, "I'm here to help those curled up in a Whoa. fetal position." And then you even like you have the popcorn guy kind of start like, "What are you doing?" And then, he fully admits it. I'm showing off. He just <laughs> yells it. And it's like, okay, we're going to do it. And just goes to town on him. And just boom, 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 gets hit. And he's just there 
laying there. But, you know, you see also uh, Sumaji ends up wanting to help him. And then he's just kind of funny, right? I mean, he's like, you know, you're, you end up having the popcorn deal. Like, you're pathetic. You're a loser. You're a jerk. And then Sumaji actually shows. And that's the big thing. She hasn't liked him up until yeah, now. I mean, this we, is big we, can, for her. we can think there's a connection. There hasn't been. And she says, you know, hey, buddy, popcorn guy. And I like that actually makes him stop his nonsense when, you know, oh, you're having a good laugh. Well, guess this. You're the real loser. And then he goes, huh? And it stops. And look at that look on his face. That doesn't look like anger. (laughs) Like, is it possible if we're going to have him as a character? Oh, you think this is where he gets goofy? Flashback. But it's weird. Like, you would start with, well, I guess if you were going to do that, you'll start again. Like, they kind of do in this where you'll repeat that. You're a real loser. Right. Huh? And then he'll look back at. All the times he was bullied and got, I don't know, but it it is that like he is shocked. Either he's shocked Mm. that nobody's trash talked to him before, but you know, Amino kind of was trash talking. So I think they need to do something or else he's going to end up just being like the donut dude or he's going to be like villain of the week. So if they're going to do something with him, yeah, we might get the flashback. And And you know what, what you get here? There's too much time spent with him already to not get something yeah, more. That's the I problem. mean, this is the second chapter with him in it, and now we know he's the popcorn user. Like it is being like the the pacing of it and the development seems to push towards him maybe becoming something mm. with them. But we'll see. We'll see how this goes. At the moment, the resets on their way to pretty much take him down. Right. And then you have Sumaji, who is also a sweets user on the down low. You know, there's not too many people. That actually knows this. I mean, oh. Irie and Masaki are the only ones who really know that. So she might even, if you end up, I don't know if he would tell her the backstory or whatever, but the idea of you have the reset come in and like, do stinking sweet that She may get upset about it and not want him to be hurt either, but oh. it'd be weird. We'll see. He did like it enough, but I thought it was a little down. I, I actually that. have thought in my mind, you like, you know, Amino, who I do as well. Yep. But the book itself, since we've gotten to this test, it's it's kind of slipped a it's, little. Uh, you know the thing? It's Masaki? like the ops. That's who I need. Yeah, <laughs> Masaki. And, you know, we got no Masaki uh, this week as well. He's I, there for like two panels that, where yeah. he's like, ooh, they really threw shade at you, Irie, but not enough. It. I think the book was in a really strong place before we got going. And we were really excited to get into this. But I think the pacing has really, like, it's really slowed down here. I think it has had a bad effect. And think of this. You end up where I said it seemed a lot like the My Hero Academia. They end up going and they have a test. Let's see who's the best or whatever. But that was also the Midori to end up, you know, saving, like, you know, showing that he can do things and then eventually, you know, everybody should know. They'll deal with that. But there was progression to it and you saw, and it was also to show you what the other characters can do that will be around and and whatever in this we've gotten the written test boys who barely did anything and nobody else i mean at the point it was set up sumaji and amino you bring them down you don't have to take the written test everybody seemingly going to them we get two guys who end up at them who knows what's going on with the rest of this deal there were a lot of people there to get into this deal and we didn't we don't see them it almost feels like and it is because this sweets you, but the test has been like that whole thing's been completely shoved aside, and now we're just randomly 
having a battle with a popcorn guy. And I, I think that it's a little down because of that. I'm actually going to be as down as a 7-5 for this. It can easily get better, though. It, it can easily oh, yeah. you know, up the ante. We just need to. If we're going to do this test to get Sumaji as a reset agent, let's get to it. Pick up the right? pace a little bit. Let, let's just get to it. If she's yeah. going to be that, let's let her be that. Right. And let's go with it. If you're going to end up where... Because of all this, the reset's like, oh, no test, and Sumiji goes off with Irea. Whatever you're going to do, do it. You're meandering here, and we don't need to do that in this book because you had at one point, like we just said with Undead Unlocked, there was points where you're like, oh, my God, it just keeps getting better and better. Now it's dipped again. So it, it kind of upsets me because this is a book that we've been behind. Uh, you know, I, I say behind. We've been saying to people it's better if you read the first chapter and didn't like it like us as much. You know, give it a shot because it's getting better, but it's it's kind of flattened out. But uh, what would you give it? I could match a seven point five. I think, yeah, like we've been saying, we've been saying, Candy Flurry, it's been on the up and up. Like we were a bit off that first chapter, and it's been going up ever since. But uh, like we were saying, this this arc here, this training entrance exam, uh, it is kind of slipping. So I hope we get back on track. Yeah. So yeah, we have that. It's a shame, but everything can go. And and just uh, if anybody. Hadn't paid attention or whatnot. Uh, Kaiju number eight didn't have a real chapter this week. We usually talk about that as well. That's why we couldn't talk about that this week. But with all of that, what is your book of the week? Oh, easy peasy Sakamoto days. Definitely. Yeah, and mine's Undead Unlock. Uh, who is your uh, gem of the week? It has to be my boy Heisuke out of nowhere. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yeah. Mine is Khan from Witch Watch. Oh, I mean, about a big. I mean, the guy ends up making this guy look like a gem to his son. So if you're going to make somebody else look like a gem, you are going to be the gem of the week. You're in. I, and he's one of, he's like a constant he, for like, me. As he long has as like he's a set proper seat. Yeah, here. I think Jeez. he does. He's up for uh, my gem of the year so far. Oh, bada bing. I just have a feeling they're going to end up doing something to break my heart with him. But we'll see. We shall see. see but that's so. that. That's the end of the show. Thanks, everybody for listening thanks luke for joining me here mm. and as we always say at the end remember to go over to the twitters at the weird manga follow us we'll follow you back 100 percent. also Whoa. go to our patreon patreon.com slash weird science manga where you can get up to 14 episodes early access of our manga monday show a lot of episodes there and also please email us let us know what well, you we think love all of that things you can email us at weird science manga gmail.com and read read rate and review yep. the podcast wherever you can that helps us out as well and we like to read the reviews and if it's something where you don't like the show at least leave some criticism that's constructive so we oh. can make that better because if you just say you know jim sucks i mean really that's everybody knows everybody that knows right that that's, that's, legit everybody knows dude. that but yeah if you're like they do this or whatever yeah let us know and we'll try to fix that and when we do i expect that review to be edited so <laughs> that's what happens but thanks everybody thanks luke and we will talk to you next week